Welcome to the Martial Mind Power Podcast, where you discover how to cultivate self-mastery towards your self-realization, inspired by martial arts and philosophy. My 30-year-old journey in Korean martial arts has really taken an exciting and adventurous journey from acquiring black belts in five different disciplines and traveling the world extensively in pursuits of knowledge and information and uh, my personal excellence as, as an athlete and as a former, former competitor to also winning the world championships in Taekwondo, being 14 times British champion and four times European champion. I've also written books and lots of different video materials with martial arts uh, contents. Um, I've been teaching martial arts for a number of years. Uh, only in the last five years I've started teaching, teaching children. For me, has been the most profound and fundamental experience. So my journey, as I said, started off uh, 30 years ago as a child who was born in 1970s. I was very much inspired, as uh, most uh, martial artists of that generation, uh, inspired by, by Bruce Lee. Uh, Bruce Lee appeared in phenomenal shape and made huge global impact in, in the cinema with, with agility and power that he moved in. When people ask me nowadays, why, why would Bruce Lee have such an impact and influence on, on such a small child? Uh, I think... As, as a child, as a child, uh, you're drawn to, uh, to more primal basic instincts of human, which is strength. So naturally, I was very much drawn to the physical attributes of martial arts and Bruce Lee itself. But th 30 years later, and when someone asked me, why would someone get uh, drawn and inspired to um, someone like Bruce Lee? Uh, my, my life now and I strive for honesty in the heart, knowledge in the mind, and strength in the body. Now, the former, two, uh, the former two are taught as we grow and mature, but I think that the latter one we can, we can appreciate at a very, very early age because, as I said, they're more concurrent with basic, primal human instincts of, of human being. Today, or 30 years later, after I've taken up martial arts, uh, traveled the world extensively in pursuit of my excellence and, and uh, acquiring the knowledge from some of the most renowned masters, teachers and grandmasters around the world, I can really see distinct connection between the mind-body, mind-body and spirit. Uh, when, when I heard that word when I was a kid, when I first took up martial arts, I had absolutely no idea what this link or connection was behind, between the uh, mind, body and spirit. It sounded really fancy and uh, very mysterious and that's perhaps something that uh, drew me to, to take up martial arts, but I had no idea what this link or connection, or connection was. Now most traditional martial arts will encompass and, and teach uh, this connection of mind, body and spirit connection. 30 years later, I can say that mind and body, when combined with discipline, will, will reap us uh, great results. Now, it's fascinating that more than a quarter of a century has elapsed since, since uh, Bruce Lee passed away, yet people are still talking about great physique, uh, phenomenal shape that he appeared in, and the, the power and agility that uh, this man, who was only five foot seven and a half inches tall, and merely weighed 135 pounds, made such a huge global, global impact that 45 years after his passing, he, um, he's still one of the most frequently spoken martial artists on the planet. Today I've come to understand my body connection leads to discipline. But once we acquire discipline, 
our progress and achievement is, is imminent. But underneath uh, discipline, there's an underlying catalyst. There's an underlying catalyst which will get the process into action. What is that catalyst? It's the desire, it's the, it's the passion, it's the burning desire to go and do and achieve the things that we want to achieve. Now, Napoleon Hill said, the starting point of all achievement is desire. Now, let's, let's look at our lives. Everything we've achieved, all the great accomplishments and achievements that have come forth to our life have been backed by a great deal of desire, that burning desire and passion, love for it, because that... Desire is like a powerhouse, a powerhouse with electricity that gets us forth. Not only that, this desire gives us the courage and strength to overcome obstacles and problems. Because let's face it, those obstacles and problems do come our way and just make us stronger and shape our character into who we are, who we are today. So it's very important that our starting point is desire and passion. And for those same reasons... As the saying goes, follow your heart. It completely comes into place and makes sense when you think about it. Because if you're following an action with no desire, no passion, uh, you're probably going to highly unlikely going to achieve very much uh, that way. So every achievement has to start from desire. You think about some of the smallest and menial things you, you perform on a day-to-day basis, from getting out of bed, from baking a cake, or to making your business a success. It has to be backed by, by that great deal of passion, that burning passion and desire that keeps you going forward. Not, in the, not, not only does it keep you going forward, but it keeps you straight. keeps you straight when you c- come across obstacles and challenges that come your way. So desire clearly was behind everything that we do in our lives. Motivation, driving force and ambition. Energy to pursue any goal from getting up in the morning to achieve in the, the biggest of the successes and achievements you've done in your life. So desire keeps you on track no matter what. Weak desire, wishing or daydreaming doesn't carry enough energy or power to carry you through on day-to-day basis in achieving your ambitions and goals. When there is a strong desire and there's a goal in front of you, you direct your attention and effort towards it. So that's why following your heart comes into effect and makes complete sense. So now this brings me to the big question, big question we have all undoubtedly been asking ourselves and each other countless times since, uh, since we um, were born, is what is the purpose of life? What is the purpose of life? What is the meaning of it? We all try to define what we're here for uh, and what's, uh, how to live our life. So in attempt to answer this timeless question and through personal observation, I can say happiness. Okay, but what is happiness? We, we find through happiness, through fulfilling ourselves in our lives, through different means and methods. But there's one prerequisite of all happiness, and that is health. Because without health, we have absolutely nothing. So health is number one thing, number one prerequisite for lasting, lasting happiness. Therefore, we owe it to ourselves to give it sufficient time and energy to nurture our health. Not just from the physical point of view, but our mind, body, as well as our spirit. So therefore, our body deserves sufficient attention to nurture the health and to be in the best uh, possible uh, state of health. So health is defined as the function, functional metabolic efficiency of a living being. But it's more than that. It's a general condition of person's mind, body, as well as spirit. 
through different combinations of physical, mental, and social well-being. Together, sometimes it's referred to as health triangle. So th this is something I've grasped and learned through martial arts, is the interaction between, between the three sides which makes us complete. Now, within the code of Bushido, Bushido is the nuclei of most traditional martial arts philosophies, principles, and code of conduct. A true warrior lives by these principles, these ethics, and they're taken very, very seriously, and they're non-negotiable. To the warrior, distinguishing between right and wrong is like distinguishing between day and night. He knows that action is either honorable or dishonorable. But lifestyle of a warrior consists of an ongoing challenge to perfect one's character. Let's face it, the very nature of life and very nature of energy is an evolutionary change. Everything is changing on a day-to-day basis. This very much coincides with the Japanese concept of Kaizen. Now, Kaizen literally means a process or constant never-ending improvement. So a true warrior will strive for a never-obtainable state of perfection. And he will nurture his mind, body and spirit on a daily basis, looking to improve and strengthen himself in all areas and therefore building a strong character. Each area of your life is important. We've, we've mentioned mind, body and spirit. So it's important that they should all be kept in balance. On our quest for personal excellence, we turn to various sources of information. We turn to teachers, we do seminars, we do workshops, we do lessons, we turn, turn to books, we turn to videos. We turn to various sources of information for us to grasp better understanding of what we're engaging in. But the ultimate truth always comes from within us because we're all very different. We've all got very different experiences. And knowledge is not an absolute until you've experienced it. I, I may have read about uh, snow in the, uh, in the North Pole. I may have read about the coldness, but I would never actually truly understand what cold is or what snow is until I've experienced it. And that goes for all aspects of our lives. So we turn to teachers, authors, and various sources of information um, to excel and to reach this uh, level of excellence. Heightened confidence, self-esteem, discipline, and positive action. Time and time again, I've heard parents as well as students giving me feedback how martial arts have impacted their lives in such a positive way by heightened focus, heightened self-esteem, concentration, even improved grades in school. It is most rewarding to hear you have impacted someone's life in a positive way. And maybe I have realized that more so than any other time in the last five years when I start teaching little children, because little children do absorb information and they change ever so quickly. I absolutely love teaching. I get so much pleasure from it. Giving, giving, something, giving, giving something back to others. And I think this, this is what truly reflects on the, on the values of martial arts. On a personal quest and our personal journey, ultimately we're all trying to find who we are and what we are, where we belong. But something I've realized through the spirit of martial arts is the only way we're going to find ourselves and who we are is by losing ourselves in the service of others. And this is one thing that most traditional martial arts will encourage all their higher belts is to go and teach. This is part of their giving process. And that very much goes in line with the philosophy that we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. 
And that's, that's something that um, I, I, I share with other people, but I've not really experienced it truly until I started teaching myself. Watching those kids change, evolve, progress, living healthier, happier, and more productive lifestyles. The structured martial arts curriculum and rewarding belt system and very high level of discipline within martial arts would certainly impact on another in a positive way. But there is one specific area of martial arts which is very, very distinct and different to anything else. So what are some of these benefits that martial arts have to offer? I'm sure you've heard of it time and time again. But what are they? We see changes in people. They're transforming. They're becoming more confident. So what are these underlying changes? Now, we're all aware that exercise is beneficial for our health. It's beneficial for our health. Our bodies are made up of 50 to 70 trillion cells. 50 to 70 trillions. These cells will reproduce themselves every six months. So as the saying goes, you are what you eat. Literally, you are what you eat. So the lifestyle you have led in the last six months is the result of who you are today. Physically, in terms of your, your bodily cells. So I think it is, deserves enough attention that you live a healthy lifestyle. Not just in the food you consume, but exercises that you perform and activities that you do. So exercise certainly improves physical strength and fitness, releases happy endorphins, and stimulates regeneration of these bodily cells. So to an extent, it does slow down your aging process. But what do we know about the specific, specific area or specific exercise, which is very unique to martial arts? Researchers have already shown that jogging can increase your life expectancy. And yoga can make you happier and, and calmer. However, there is one activity within martial arts which goes beyond enhancing physical and mental health. Martial arts can boost brain's cognition too. That's right. Well, your brain is made up of two hemispheres. You've got the left hemisphere, which is responsible for operations on the right side of your body, and the left hemisphere, which is responsible for operations and movement on the right side of your body. Now, the right hemisphere of your brain is concerned with pictures, with images, with emotions. Whereas the left side of the brain is more concerned with logic, information, patterns, and thought process. Martial arts, more so than most other activities and sports that we know, incorporate what we call bilateral movements. That's use of or engagement of both hemispheres of the brain. So we're simultaneously engaging left hemisphere and the right hemisphere of the brain, simultaneously at the same time. Martial arts movements can be very, very complex, and this is something I realize when I teach the little ones, because in particular, kids under the age of eight find bilateral movements very difficult, although they're natural. Bilateral movements are natural in the sense they involve moving your body in opposite direction, simultaneously. We do that when we start walking, when we start crawling on the floor, we're doing it naturally anyhow. Doing a bilateral movements, doing bilateral movements in a sequential and deliberately, intentionally focused manner like we're doing martial arts will stimulate both hemispheres of the brain. Uh, the section that connects the two hemispheres of the brain is called the corpus callosus, uh, which are nerve fibers which join the two hemispheres of the brain together. Now, when these nerve fibers become prominent and strong within your brain, your, your, um, your, coordination, your coordination and your ability to learn and absorb information is greatly, greatly enhanced. Doing bilateral movements has tremendous benefits, not only to children, but also to others.
So bilateral movements are natural movements, something we do from, from the day we start crawling and the day we start, we start walking. It's utilizing opposite body sides to stimulate the brain. Martial arts can develop the nerve fibers in the corpus callosum to provide each side of the brain with specific, specific functions. And this helps to develop more balanced, integrated way of life and process information less stressfully. Improves body awareness and improved coordination. Now we all know that regular exercise has an effect physiologically and biologically within our bodies. Okay, for enhanced health. But martial arts in particular, incorporating sequential movement, stimulating both hemispheres of the brain, will substantially uh, improve and boost brain cognition by, by creating very strong link uh, between, between the two sides. Now, as an athlete or someone who started a long time ago, I had no idea what this, what this meant and uh, what incorporated, but one thing I identified as an athlete very, very early stages of, of my career is there, there, is a, there are five factors or components which make up an athlete complete. And I identify those components under the uh, title as the S factor. One is skill, speed, strength, stamina, suppleness. Now the very first one is skill. Skill is probably something we first acquire when we go to martial arts school. Uh, skill is not a physiological process. Skill is a neurological process whereby through consistent repetition of movement or through kinesiology, our brain will create neurons or neural pathways for us to, to learn that technique. Now the other components, strength, speed, stamina and suppleness, are physiological components. So obviously the training we supplement within the, within the gym or martial arts will enhance this side of our development. But the skill side in particular, which is, which is what intrigues me, is, is uh, the connection that I spoke about from the beginning of the mind, body and spirit. And this is what uh, really differentiates martial arts from most other activities. And I see it within, within children that are trained within my school. Uh, huge changes within three, three to ten weeks of their training engagement. I can see heightened uh, awareness, assertiveness focus, confidence, and I'm sure you guys have experienced it as well. I'm just glad to share the information why, why these things are happening within, within the martial arts world, why uh, engaging into doing uh, the bilateral movements and engaging in doing martial arts by focused intent can be of great benefit uh, to all of us. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you took some value out of this podcast, then please like and subscribe to our channel. If you feel this podcast will help a loved one, then please kindly spread this wisdom by sharing this podcast link with them. For more information and learning materials on how to cultivate self-mastery towards your self-realization inspired by martial arts and philosophy, please go to www.martialmindpower.com. See you in the next podcast.